Your goal is to create happy customers who then create other happy customers. Go! Congratulations! Here's what I've learned. The best of the best have got the following. selling, going, going. God, so congratulations. Let's have a look at the facts. Watch your goal for the next six months. To start off with, guys and girls, I just want to let you know that number one is that for all the real estate gym members that are watching, I'm really pleased to let you know we have updated and upgraded our servers. So you're going to see faster speed than ever. Number two, we've organized one-time logging and Susan is gonna show people in the real estate gym how it's gonna have a seamless one-time login, which is basically gonna be um, uh, just a very easy way to be getting your content. And the third thing is, as usual, every time there's new content in there, content, we're going to let you know it's there, you'll be getting a notification. And in addition to that, I'm letting you know that tomorrow night we have got Monday Night Real Estate Rant where I'm going to show you how to use lead magnets to create lead generation. And that is for our real estate gym members. We've also got David Walker. I think he's the number one Ray White principal um, in New South Wales. One of my clients from uh, uh, Ray White in Warunga. Um, his video's coming out. Hello, Sanjay, my brother from the UK. I'd like to say hello to everyone and let's move on with the show. Um, as I said on Insta, tag someone that needs to listen to this because the first subject I want to speak to you about is the uh, first of the five agreements. So what I'm talking to you about today, guys and girls, is five agreements. Yes, John. Hello, Tony. Hello, Angelo. How you going? Hello to everyone. And if I miss someone, please understand it's not because I have, uh, I don't value you. It's because that it feels a bit like romper room after a while saying hello to everyone. But I'll say my final hellos to Anna and G. Um, hello, Bernard. How you going, Edward? So there are five agreements that I think that you need to sort of, you know, come to um, you need to cut a deal with these five agreements. Um, there's a great book written, The Four Agreements, where I did cover that about a year ago. Um, but hello, Nathan, how are you going? Great having it. I really enjoyed that conversation with Nathan this morning. He's the owner of Bell at Parramatta, or recently um, rebranded to Bell at Parramatta, previously all Jay Hooker. And I had a, a, a nice conversation over coffee today um, when I'd gone over to do the Bay Run. So guys... Um, um, I want to talk to you about five agreements. These are five things that I think that you need to sign on in life. These are things that you've got to agree. I believe that if you agree on these five deals, that you'll have a life that will be um, less stressful. You'll have a life that in many ways may become magnificent. You'll have a life of meaning. You'll have a life that will have less uh, depression and anxiety, and you'll have a life of substance. So guys and girls, let's move on. The first agreement, the first agreement that I think you need to accept in life and cut a deal with is the agreement of suffering. And what I mean by that is that if you're lucky enough right now to be watching this Sunday night rant, if you're lucky enough to be watching this on Instagram, if you're lucky enough to have technology at the moment, if you're lucky enough to be alive, you're already a winner. The odds of being conceived are approximately one in 400 trillion. So I think it's something that people don't think about. 
but I think that you need to know that you're already lucky. However, if you come onto this planet, I also want you to know that if you come onto this planet, here's the deal. I'm telling you straight, accept that suffering is life and life is suffering. This is not supposed to be a negative 20 minutes, but it is going to be a 20 minutes that's going to tell you that if you've come onto this planet, you have to accept that sooner or later, you are going to have to bury your parents. And that's if you're lucky. If you're unlucky, they might be burying you. Suffering also says that you may have illnesses in your life. Suffering also says that you may have um, a child of yours that gets an illness. Suffering in your life also says that um, you may suffer depression. Suffering in your life also says that you may have your best friend betray you. Suffering in your life could mean that your partner fucks behind your back. Suffering in your life means that uh, you get screwed financially by your business partner. Suffering in your life means that you actually got dressed to go to work on the day that 9-11 occurred, and it was a normal day, but uh, by mid-morning, you were dead. That is life. And I want you to know that suffering, suffering teaches you compassion. Suffering, may I say to you, helps you understand the pain of another person. So why do I bring this to you? Because what I've learned is that there's a group of people that uh, believe that everything's always going to be perfect. And what actually happens is that they get hit for a six by something and they never respond because they are a person that actually never factored in that shit is going to happen. My words to you are, is that you should never be so myopic to believe in your head that you have got immunity to suffering. And whilst things, whilst things right now may be absolutely perfect, I'm also going to say to you that they won't stay perfect. One of the um, antiviruses to suffering, may I say to you, is that when you are suffering, then I'll give you an example of somebody um, in 2006, when I was going through chemotherapy, one of the ladies that was a volunteer at chemotherapy um, was extremely nice, giving her own time, going around making tea and providing biscuits to people, and just having chit-chat with people whilst they were getting the infusion of chemotherapy going into their veins. At one stage, during my treatment, someone made me aware of, in fact, the suffering that this woman had gone through. And let me explain it to you. Her husband had abandoned her. She had been left to live in a department of housing, pretty much a one-bedroom unit. She had two boys. One of the boys had committed suicide and one of the boys had died via cancer. And what she did 
came in and was a volunteer at Royal Prince Alfred Hospital in Gloucester House. The reason I share this story with you is that it appears that people that suffer cope better by helping others that are suffering because that way they don't feel that they're this one unique person like that has had this incredible tragedy. Now, let's be honest here, guys and girls. Even if you just had one of those events, even if you just had one of those events, like this woman, this is a, this is a serious tragedy. This is one of these tragedies that, like, if you fixed one thing, right, there she had this other fucking problem. And if you fixed that other problem, she had, this is a fucking serious issue that she had. And for many, the average person on this planet would struggle with only half this woman's problems. But she still, with a smile on her face, would go around and serve people there at no charge because that was her way of suffering. This is a very good learning for the people that are watching this because it says that maybe, maybe the thing to do if at the moment you're in a lot of pain is to step outside of your prison and to go off and have a look at someone who may be suffering even more than you to help you realise that you're not the unluckiest person on the planet. Guys and girls, tag someone at the moment that you think should be listening to this. Because as you know, as I'm getting older, I'm 50 years of age. I don't know if I live to 60, 70, 80, not quite sure. But what I can tell you is it's past half time for me. And past half time for me, the scoreboard's changed. It's no longer about being the person that's got the best assets liability statement. It's about the person that's going to make the biggest impact while I can. Guys and girls, may I say to you that there are two things you need to work out while you're on the planet and listen to me very carefully. Number one, who will you become? And number two, what impact will you leave behind? What will your legacy be? They're the two things. I want to move on. I want to move on to agreement number two. Agreement number two is this. Agreement number two says that you need to accept that there is order and chaos, and that is normal. You need to accept that order and chaos are happening. They're these two things, and there's a spectrum. Order, where things are organized, they're stable, they're routine. Chaos is where things just collapse. Chaos is when things totally fall apart. Chaos is when your world totally capitulates. Order is taking the kids to school. Chaos is a gunman that shoots 17 kids at the school that day. Order is being committed to your spouse. Chaos is having your best friend screw your spouse. Order is going to work on a normal day. Chaos is popping in at lunchtime 
to get some results from the doctor and being told that you've got incurable cancer. What I'm saying to you is this. In Mike Tyson's words, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face. And I'm going to say to you, um, if you don't have a serious issue right now, listen to me very carefully. Guys and girls, if you don't have a serious issue right now, stop fucking complaining. Start getting some fucking perspective. If your biggest fucking problem is your Wi-Fi is too slow, if your biggest fucking problem is you're pissed off because it's Sunday night and you've got to work on Monday, change perspective. Because I can tell you, there's fucking millions of people suffering that would swap spots with me and you. Hey, in many ways, this Sunday night, I'm hoping that it's a fucking wake-up call to you. How long will you lie in that fucking coma realizing that things are actually good already? Because the minute you fucking realize that things are good already, you'll realize you've got your best life. It's not till something's taken away from you that you go back fucking whinging that things were good back then. Guys and girls, just remember the spectrum of order and chaos. I want to move on to agreement number three. Agreement number three says this, you must take what I call the meaningful path. You must take the character path. And what I mean is that as Ryan Halliday or Holiday says it, the obstacle is the way. And what I mean by that is this, that character, it trumps everything. Remember that. Character fucking beats intelligence. Character beats smartness. Character beats EQ. Character beats humor. Character wins everything. And what I'm saying to you right here, right now, character Character is the guy or the girl on the plane that's going through fucking massive turbulence and 90% of the plane's packing shit because they think this is the one plane that's going to go down and this girl or guy sits there and basically creates, you know, someone that pacifies everyone. That's fucking character. Character is the person at the funeral where everyone else is fucking screaming like they do at most Greek funerals, screaming and carrying on. And character is the person that actually, you know, calms things down and takes a leadership role. And what I'm saying to you is I want you to think and act as if you're the person with character. Let me move on. Agreement number four. Agreement number four is this. You've heard me say this in a different way before. And in many ways, my message sometimes is similar. I change the packaging, but principles don't change. Make friends with people who want the best for you. Make friends with people who want the best for you. And cut ties with those who don't. I'll say it again. Make friends with people who want the best for you. You know that there's two groups of people on this planet. 
there's a group of people that you might actually call them friends right now, but you also know that you feel this energy force that when things are going good for you, you actually feel this force that they're not happy for you. And you actually feel that whenever something's good going for you, they like to outdo you in that and they'll throw their comment in. You'll also notice that they're the sort of person that is quiet when you're uh, winning and they amplify your failures behind your back. So what I'm going to say to you is you need to have a group of people, call them your supporters, call them your cheerleaders, call them what you want, but they're in your fucking corner. They're real. And I'm telling you straight, listen to me, because I've had fucking hard things in my life, and I'm sure many of you have, and I know that when the shit goes down, that's when you work out who's fake and who's real. And I'm also telling you, never, ever kick someone when they're fucking down. Because when they get up, you might be fucked. Number five. The fifth is this. And then we're going to finish off. Because I've still got half of my Vietnamese Uber meal waiting in the kitchen. I've got prawn paste. Roll your own. Mm, I'm salivating as I'm talking to you. So, um, number five, create a schedule. Just understand, you need to have an agreement with a schedule. And I want you to remember the following acronym, VIEW. Firstly, let me tell you why you need a schedule. What gets scheduled gets done. Remember that. The second thing is view. Let me run through. Everyone needs to have a view. And what I mean by view, listen to the letters. View, V, vision, vision. Everyone needs to be able to see what it looks like. I, intensity. Everyone needs to have the vision, but not vague and abstract. It's got to be fucking crystal clear right? Intensity, right? You've got to be able to visualize the color of it. You've got to be basically be able to, to taste it. It's got to be fucking intense. E, when you've got a view, when you've got intensity, what it does is it creates energy. It creates enthusiasm. It creates euphoria. And this is how you become a person of goals. This is how you make passion your paycheck. This is how you become a person of intent. And then the W is the why, which everyone talks about, and I get it, but it's the reason why you want that vision. And when those four things come together, a vision, Bernard, one of the best brokers in town. This guy, Bernard, I'm going to tell you, I'm looking forward to interviewing you. He's been following the real estate gym as a finance broker, did 50 million in his first year. Fucking extraordinary. Guys, vision. Let me run through. Clear view. Intensity. Vision. Intensity. Energy. Enthusiasm and a why. And finally, let me show you, for those of you that are suffering a little bit of depression, what I'm going to say to you. Here's what I'm going to say to you about depression. Firstly, I'm going to say to you,
that whilst I'm not a doctor, I do know that there's a small group of people that actually do respond to antidepressants. And I have to say that you should be fucking stupid if you actually never got checked it out because I know plenty of people that have got a mental health issue that do extremely well by having, you know, like, you know, a tablet every day as if it's fucking vitamin B, right? That's number one. But I'm also going to say to you, if you've got depression and you don't have a job, get a job. I'll tell you why. You see, when you have a job, you have a reason to wake up. When you have a reason to wake up, it means that you'll sleep at night and not be fucking sleeping at three o'clock in the morning and waking up in the middle of the day and having a very bad um, uh, sleep pattern, which causes depression. So all of a sudden, I can pretty much tell you, if you give someone a job, their depression is going to go very, very quickly. For those of you that have got a job and you're a little bit depressed, and it's not a chemical depression that you need medication, let me just say to you what I'd be doing. I'd go fucking for a walk today. Maybe today's not the day. You're at fucking Sunday night. Stay in your bedroom tonight, actually. Go to fucking sleep early. Wake up. Have some exercise tomorrow. And why don't you go for a fucking walk in a chemo ward and have a look at the people ranging from age 25 to the age of 45, 55, and have a fucking look. And just sit there and think to yourself, hey, how is my situation compared to them? Do I want to swap with them? Or do I want to get on with my fucking life and start being the best me? Because that's my final fucking lesson I'm going to say to you. Aim high. Think big. Make your future bigger than your past. And remember, back yourself. You know who you are, right? Back yourself. You know who you are. You don't need to listen to other people. See, when you know who you are and you've got self-awareness, you don't have to be swayed by one fucking moron or some fucking bitch, right, to tell you what to be doing. When you know who you are, you know what you stand for, you might have some person giving you advice, do what I do. Fucking, if they're a fucking loser, all I do is I smile, agree, and I do whatever the fuck I was going to do anyway. Thanks for tuning in, guys and girls. You can join me on Facebook for the live Sunday Night Rant every week at 8.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. And if you're in real estate, just Google Tom Panos and you'll find a heap of resources and interviews where million-dollar agents share their strategies. See you next week. Let's have a look at the facts. What's your goal for the next